Hey there, and welcome to episode 23 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Loot the Truth Jennings. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Going a bit Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was what nice. I was going for. Yeah, yeah. The classic, hello there. <laughs> Just complete undeserved confidence that he comes in with whenever he says that. <laughs> <laughs> He's Obi-Wan. Yeah, to be fair, it's not It's not undeserved. He's He, he does deserve it. Um, how you been, mate? You been all right? I've been all right, yeah. I've uh, been down to see you yeah, and saw you recently. the Isle of Wight. We were going to do a live podcast, but you can fit your mic in your bag, which is fair enough because nope. it's it's hefty. Big mic. It is. It's, it's a big mic. Uh, so, yeah, the live podcast um, has been parked again until, well, I don't know really. I don't When, when we, we can do one, I think, I actually think if you're down for Christmas, that would be good. Yeah, we could do we a, could do Christmas a podcast. feature length. Christmas drunk Christmas, podcast. Yeah, where we have a few beers as well. Have a few eggnogs. <laughs> a few eggnogs, mate, yeah. Yeah, a few Vegan eggnogs. Yeah, we can do that. Um, and then have a chat. Open table. That'd be pretty good, actually. I think we should definitely yeah. pencil that in. Best games you got as Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah, that was, there you go. We've got a topic already. <laughs> sorted. Got one in the bag. Um, what you been playing? I have been playing, well, get this right, you ready for this, mm. episode 23, yeah. 2023, and I've been playing PGA Tour 2K23. Nice, <laughs> so we're on the 23 theme, <laughs> nice, any good? Yeah. This is out on Plus, yeah, this came out on PlayStation Plus the other day. Yeah, and I've always liked playing golf games, and yeah, fired it up, the... <sighs> The one thing I will say, the menus are quite clunky. Right. It's got it's quite slow on the menus. But once you're in the game, it's really good. I play the like free click mode version where you like press X, press X again when it's in the bottom bar and then press X again when it's in the top bar. Yeah. As opposed to the the version where you swing with the right stick, because I just didn't get on with that. Nah, it's a bit too a bit too into the golf to uh, to bother with it. Like it's yeah, a bit, think, it's a bit. It's like the professional, the ultimate simulator mode, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, and I think I enjoy it more because it feels like games that I used to play when I was younger, golf games. Right. Okay. Um, you know, back in back in those days, and it, they were more that arcadey, free click style. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, the commentary is really good on it. I love the commentary; it's really funny. It's like very realistic, and it plays plays it very well with the, the shots that you take. Right. Like it reacts very well to, to what you're doing. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Good game. Nice. I, I used to love golf games. Yeah, definitely back probably in like the early 2000s, maybe, like played Tiger Woods, PGA and stuff like that. And mm. uh, Mario Golf I used to play loads of when I was younger as well. I think the GameCube one. And Wii Golf. Uh yeah, fuck yeah. Was that on Wii Sports? Was it? Yeah. Uh, that I feel like that was the worst one though. What I used to love Wii good? Golf. I think baseball was the one it. that I used to play the most. That and bowling. Oh man, bowling. Bowling and golf were the ones that I used to play. Yeah. What was the other one? I didn't play baseball. You mad? Baseball's good. <laughs> yeah, ba- was it baseball, tennis, golf, bowling? What was the tennis other one? Was hard. There was five. What was the other one? Oh, I can't remember now. 
That's all I remember from Wii Sports. What was the other one? Hang on, I'm going to Google it. Because they added more, didn't they, in the... Tennis, baseball, bowling, golf, and boxing. Boxing, that was it. Yeah, of course it was boxing. Boxing was shite. (laughs) That wasn't very good from memory. You like that left and right with with the nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tennis was actually all right. I remember tennis being all right. Doubles. Tennis was all right, yeah. Doubles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. And then you throw your nunchuck through the fucking TV screen. <laughs> it's just stuck out like Scalibur. End up on You've Been Framed. Yeah, yeah. It gets 200 quid, though. Um, You've been playing anything else, or is it just basically just been PGAing it up? Still playing Final Fantasy twelve in the background. Nice. Um, I did bring my Switch down when I came to visit the island, but I didn't really play it too much. I got a, I got a game that I'll mention later, but I'm not going to talk about it because I haven't played enough. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. I finished Metroid Prime Remastered. Mm. Um, it's good. It's good. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want to annoy people, but I think obviously when it came out, I never Getting played it. I never played it. And... It's obviously a very it's obviously a very, like very good game. Sorry, but it's the some of the mechanics haven't aged very well. I spoke about that last week. I feel the trudging between different areas to get to places, which I know is kind of what makes a Metroidvania and things like that. But it just becomes arduous. Like towards the end, where you've got to, you've got to collect these twelve artifacts, and it, like, I used the guide to get the last couple because I just couldn't be arsed with it. And it was just mileage. And it's like you spend about yeah. half, like genuinely like half an hour just running from this place to get this thing to come back. I do think there's a sense of, because I found this sometimes when I go back, and to be honest, we'll probably talk about this later, but when I go back and play old games that I missed when I was younger, yeah, if you don't have the nostalgia factor, sometimes like it doesn't rub rub off on you the same way nah. like years later because it's like laid bare for all of its for all of its flaws and you've played the iterations of video, years of video games that have come out after this one based on this but perfecting it along the way and going back and playing that original one it's just a bit like oh yeah it's pretty janky that, it, it? it is and uh, don't get me wrong, it's ob- it's obviously a very good game, and when it came out, I can see why it, it was... This is one of the best video games ever made. It's beautiful. It plays absolutely stunningly. Um, they've introduced these new features. Like it's the, it's the first first-person Metroid game. Totally get why people absolutely loved it when it came out, but playing it now, I think just even things like not being able to fast travel between certain points, it's not that I'm lazy... Like I, I'm, I'm happy. Well, lazy. It's not. It's not that I can't be asked to. It is absolutely that I can't be asked to walk from one point <laughs> to another. But I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to walk that far. I don't want to walk. It's like why do I have? I don't want to. Why do I have to walk the whole fucking way to get this one thing? Why can't you put these little? Like even if you just had a fast travel point at the start of each area, because it's broken yeah. up into like six different areas and they're. You know, they're like each one's like a labyrinth, and then bloody lazy. But yeah, I I did enjoy it. It was a bit frustrating at times, but you know, 
I don't, yeah, I think it's a bit overrated, but <laughs> I'm not going to go too much <laughs> into that. <laughs> so. Going to get a review bomb. Yeah, <laughs> going to get absolutely, going to get cancelled, mate. <laughs> going to get cancelled, aren't we? So I sent you a little article on the agenda, which IGN did, um, and it was basically 90s video games mm-hmm. that went in this kind of round-robin face-off between different people, like different votes. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like a tournament, and then they rated the best games from the 90s. Well, you say the best, in inverted commas. Games from the 90s that people voted as their favourite. And it got slowly whittled down and whittled down until there were two, and then people had to pick which one they'd have to take. And it got me thinking about, obviously, us growing up in the 90s, video games, massive part of our lives. Yeah, that was our introduction to them, and there was a lot of good video games that came out in the nineties. A lot yep. of good series that spawned there that now you know carry on today. They still go, yeah, yeah. But I think weirdly it was because it was. I think it was the it was just the biggest jump, you know, in terms of what in, those, te- yeah. in tech. I know it always does each each. Was the birth of home. Games consoles, wasn't it really? Yeah, I'd say that's when it hit its stride, definitely. Obviously, you had even very late 70s and then the 80s. Yeah, but I mean, like quite an accessible level. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't very niche at that point. Every, like you go to school in the 90s and everyone was playing a game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They were more readily available and more part of popular culture. So, Looking at the list, I was going through it and I was like, man, there's some absolutely amazing games on this list, like ridiculous games. And from a nostalgia standpoint, I thought it'd be cool to have a chat about, you know, growing up with these video games. What ones did you play and are there any that still that, you know, stand the test of time? And do you have a particular affinity with any of these games? Mm-hmm. So. Is there any missing? From their list, yeah. <laughs> is there any missing? Well, speaking of lists, you said to me that you've got a list. I've got a list. Well, let's start with that then. Like, oh, well, I say the winner of of the of the list was Ocarina of Time. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so <laughs> I, could, well, I, I, I could have told you that before. I did think it. we're going to have quite different lists. Okay, well, that's because we had very different consoles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because. My first game that I've got on my list that appears on the IGN list is at number 16. Right, okay. Which is? Half-Life. Yeah, okay. And actually, weirdly, that's a game that I didn't play in the 90s. I played that <laughs> I played that later because the first Half-Life game I played was Half-Life 2. Right, so you went back and played the OG. No, no. Yeah. Did you play Black Mesa or did you play the... Yeah. Oh right, no, no, no. I've played. You, I've played. Both. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 the original. But yeah, I played Black Mesa recently. Yeah, it's so good. It's wicked. It's so it's good. Really good. So yeah, I mean, Half Life. I think it's. I think Half Life One, Half Life Two, obviously changed the game in terms yeah, of first person groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, it was. It's one of those. It's one of those games that I'll play like every year or so. Half Life Two in particular. Well, now Black Mesa as well. Like, there's the weapons and the story and the gameplay are just so good in that game. You could play Half Life original now, I think. You can. It would yeah, I played it before I played the test of time. 
I played it maybe like a year or two before I played Black Mesa. Yeah. Which was like this year. Yeah. The start of this year. Um, and yeah, it still holds up fine. Like, obviously it's, I don't know, I th- I th- where the movement and stuff in Half-Life is very unique, like that, uh, to be honest, all of the games that are made on that engine and or like the mods like Counter-Strike mm. and that, they've all got the same movement. Yeah. And it's, it's not like a realistic movement style, so it doesn't feel dated when you go back. Nah, nah. It's just because it's like very stylistic, it's its own thing. Um, and I think that does it a lot of favours in going back and playing it. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's sort of weird, isn't it? Because it's, it's quite fast paced, but it's... It's rapid. It's not like Doom fast, you no. know, like the newer Dooms, especially. It's not like that quick and the, and the the shooting's a bit more, I'd say, tactical, for want of a better word, than Doom. Obviously, you're just going in, you're absolutely just caning everything in your in your path basically mini mini gunning yeah because that's that's how you that's how you play the game because i think half-life's a little bit more it's quite a nice blend isn't it of of that fast paced mm-hmm. movement and then yeah because the you can just run out you get munched up like especially yeah. when you get a bit further in and the, the you know like the helicopters turn up and stuff. yeah and all the they, soldiers they chew you up. up yeah yeah Oh, so good, so good, and Black Mesa is just ridiculous. Even it's class. Took so long to for them to release the uh, Zen section at the end, didn't it? But it was so worth if, the wait, though. If anyone's never played Half Life, play Black Mesa. Go and play Black Mesa. It's so good, yeah. and it is exact. It's it's such like a faithful, perfect, faithful adaptation of the original game. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's just everything the first game was, but improved and, like you said... Yeah, to modern standards. Really faithful as well. Like, really, really mm. faithful. Yeah, a fucking awesome game. It's a shame that it's just... Basically doesn't exist anymore as a franchise, or... <laughs> it's just... Well, I mean, it does. Half-Life Alex wasn't too long ago. Yeah, I suppose, but that... Yeah, I, I yeah no, I, I agree. Sorry, yeah, I'll take that back. But, you know what I mean? Like, where the fuck's Half-Life 3... And why is, you <laughs> yeah, know, well, that's the age-old question, mate. <laughs> it's just has anyone like has Gabe Newell ever given anyone a concrete <laughs> is that the title of this podcast? <laughs> where the fuck is where the <laughs> fuck is Half Life Three? Yeah, yeah. Should we do a Half Life podcast? Um, no, but has he ever said? Has Gabe Newell ever said categorically yeah. why Half Life Three is a isn't out and b why it's not in development? <laughs> well, that's not how they work, though, is it? As a studio. If you work for Valve, you get to work on whatever you want. Right. It's not like they're not, they don't push people down specific like divisions development to do new projects. Yeah. And obviously, they do it like, obviously, they have creative and they come up with new stuff, but they choose what they want to do. So maybe it's like nobody wants it. Imagine being a developer and having the pressure of making Half Life free. <laughs> do you want that? Do you really want to do that? Imagine if like, Imagine if people hate it. <laughs> well, imagine if people hated it. You'd just be like, "I've just, I've just ruined like the thing that I really, really wanted to make perfect." Just get Gaben on it, mate. Get Gaben in there. He'll sort it out. He'll, he'll, the G man. Yeah, yeah. Get the G man in there, mate. He'll sort <laughs> it right out. Cool. Well, I don't think we're gonna have time to go through every single one on your list. But <laughs> yeah, I got twenty minutes, and we just did. I got twenty lit, twenty games, and we just did twenty minutes on half life. So feature length. Baby. How long were we recording? 
Uh, uh, Anyway, next one is Pokemon Red and Blue, but I mean, just all of the Pokemons really that came out in the 90s in general. Yeah, so... Played them all on Game Boy. Yeah, this is going to be one that um, I was going to bring up purely, I think, because it was... It was such... It was such a seismic event in popular culture, I feel like, Pokemon. It It took over the world, man. Yeah, and... What like you know we used to play it on Game Boy Color. I used to have a purple Game Boy. I had Pokemon Red, and a green one. And I scan play it, then watch the TV show after school, and it was just and like get the Pokemon cards at the weekend. Yeah, and then like the next games came out, and there were like new Pokemon, and then the next ones came out, and yeah, you know, I still play Pokemon now. Like, Yellow came out, and then Pikachu followed you around. Yeah, it was like. Wicked. So it's exactly yeah, the same game, pretty much. But Pikachu take your around. trade links cable, cables to school. Yeah, man. Like going trade in, your Pokemon at school. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, like that was the thing on it. If you had, you had a mate that had Pokemon Blue and you had Pokemon Red. Yeah, yeah, and you could trade and the ones like, you can get. Yeah. On the one. Was there like ten? Mate, that was on each or that was such like a, a like product of its time. Like, well, that that would never happen again. No, actually, just no one's ever going to be fucking, like carrying a little bag of cables around. Google Drive your Pokemon over to each other, don't you? Just download yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You can't do that anymore. But that's why I have, you know, that fond memory. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I know we were saying earlier about the rose tinted glasses and stuff like that, but I think it's, you get nostalgic about anything, really, not specifically video games, and you have. Mm. Like I always associate video games with like content and comfort and like I don't think of video games in the 90s and I'm like having a shit time no. you know what I mean when I think of Banjo-Kazooie it weird, weird to do a podcast on video games if that was your if I was like deeply <laughs> deeply mentally affected by them <laughs> like it's like when I think of Banjo-Kazooie it's like perfect example and Ocarina like I distinctly remember just being sat in my lounge with like, and I can remember the, what the sofa looked like, what the carpet looked like, like mm-hmm. the telly where I was sat and I'm playing and it's pissing it down outside and I'm on summer holidays and I'm just sat there playing Banjo-Kazooie and it's just, I'm just, I'm perfectly happy. Like I couldn't be happier if you know what I mean. At <laughs> yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. And that's why nice, I love mate. it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. There's so, there's so many on this list like that that are like that for me. There's games I'd say that I played later than mm-hmm. than in the nineties. Chrono Triggers obviously came out in the nineties and that's one of my favourite games of all time. Um and I probably played that when I was about fifteen, sixteen maybe. Yeah. Um emulated it when I was younger and obviously I would have been too young to play that because <laughs> it was like a proper like pretty you know, it's not super challenging but you know it's quite challenging JRPG. Yeah, a lot to offer, but yeah, and but also you could probably like some of the best bits that would go over your head when you were younger, and yeah, like I still think it's without no pun intended, but I still think it's ahead of its time now. <laughs> Absolutely no pun intended, but to release that, I think it was ninety five. I think Chrono Trigger came out ninety four, ninety five mm-hmm. on SNES and. Yeah, that's just one of the one of the best. That's my favorite JRPG by a mile. Final yeah. Fantasy VII, obviously, another one from the nineties. Like, 
just going through the list, there's some... Yeah, I just... never played Final Fantasy VII. Because I think, obviously, it's different now. Back then, it, like, it really depended on whether you had the game. Yeah, and the <laughs> console. I mean? like, like, you just... You didn't have many games. Mm. Like, when I had my Mega Drive, I was, like, looking through this list, and I was just like, there were some that were jumping out to me, but there's just so many big ones that I never played. But then I had, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, obviously. Um, Mortal Kombat, um, Streets of Rage, Earthworm Jim, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Toe, Toe Jam and Earl. That's a really good example. Oh, you love Toe Jam and Earl, don't you? But it's like it's such an odd game to have like really fond memories of. But it's just because it's like one of the few games that I had. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're right. It's it's whether you were lucky enough to have a console or what one of the consoles, you know, like whether you had a Sega or a Nintendo or a PC, like I was quite lucky in the fact that I had an older brother. Well, mm. I still do have an older brother. <laughs> I <had> an... <laughs> He's not dead. Yeah, I, I banished him. <laughs> um, he was, you know, 11 years older. So he had a SNES. Physically, which... not men- mentally. Mentally, he's 11 years younger still. <laughs> More probably, but yeah, no, he, he he like I was lucky in the sense that I got to you know basically pick up the scraps when he wasn't playing it, <laughs> or yeah, if he yeah, was yeah. out, it's like, yeah, can't play, can't play Nintendo later. Can I, I was play? the oldest, I never got that, yeah, so I was quite lucky in that regard. I didn't really have to lift a finger, <laughs> to, I didn't have to go and work and uh save up and buy a video games console. Ross just sort of had them, but he would kind of trade them in. Like or, or swap them, so he had an N sixty four for a while, and I would play Goldeneye and Ocarina and Banjo and Perfect Dark, and then ah uh, Perfect I'd, Dark, yeah. I'd come home from school. I remember coming home from school one day, and the Nintendo wasn't there, and he had a PlayStation instead, and I was like, "Where's the Nintendo then?" He was like, oh, "I, I, sw- I sold it and brought a PlayStation because like the PlayStation was the, the it's the new console, the new one." It's the you know, new thing. Or it's the one I haven't played yet. Mm. And then I'm there like playing, you know, fucking Metal Gear Solid and um, what's that other weird game on there? <laughs> I can't remember. What's the name of it? Siphon Filter and stuff Siphon like that. Filter, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like... PlayStation 1 was a mega turning point for me. Yeah. In in video games. Yeah. Like that. Absolutely. I think PlayStation 1 like changed my life so much. Like, in what way? Back, like, I don't know. I just like it. Just blew my mind. It felt like such a step up from anything I'd ever done before in terms of playing video games. Yeah. Because, like I say, you I only played games I had. So I'd only if I don't know a handful of games on the Mega Drive, and then I'd played a handful of games on PC, and then PlayStation came out, and it felt like my own personal little console. And there was so many more games. There was so much access to games. Yeah. And don't tell anyone, but I got had it chipped. <laughs> You're right. So you could so I had access to suddenly get a lot more games. Yeah, yeah. Off of some dodgy guy at dad's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Spyro Spyro the Dragon, things like that. The old crash game. Made crash team say, racing. Like, crash Crash is like the one I think that I I probably remember the most from from PlayStation, like distinctly mm. holding that controller, playing Crash Bandicoot, yeah. and just finding it really hard. <laughs> and it's still really hard now. It's nails, mate. Even the remasters ones really are. Oh, I, I, 
it that's one of those classic games that you play now. Like I played the remaster and I think I played it with Carly and I was like, I can't, if I wasn't like four levels away from completing this, I would have just thrown this, I would have just traded this game in mm. because it's just controls like a fucking bag of shit. <laughs> and I just don't want to play this anymore because it's not fun. But at the time, yeah. obviously, you know, you st- you'd think it was amazing. Yeah. I feel like PlayStation as well, it always felt like, and this kind of, weirdly, this kind of reflects what, how I feel about it now, almost subconsciously, but PlayStation always felt like the, the video game console for adults and all the games were like, even though you had Crash and Spyro and stuff, but the way I remember it was like, Games like Siphon Filter, games like Metal Gear Solid, like Final Fantasy VII, stuff like that. Yeah. That were, it felt like it was, they they were like really adult games at the time. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you go and play Mm. Banjo-Kazooie and Ocarina and Super Mario and things like that. And it never felt, it felt like it was aimed for kids more. Do you know what I mean? Which it probably was, you know, a bit more like. It probably was, to be honest. Yeah. It's a shame they never did good, that console. Good market to capture in it. A lot of money to be made. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's literally, yeah. Mum, can I have the new Sonic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think though, get, like, the Game Boy Color was, like, the, a massive game changer for me, though. Like, it was having great. that portability and just yeah. being able to play, you know, taking spare batteries to bed and stuff like that. But even then, you, we're looking at it with rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Because... They didn't even used to have backlights. Yeah, I know, you'd have to play it in, in... I used to have a little flip-down, like, micro... micro fi, ma, what the fuck am I trying to say? Magnifying glass. <laughs> Microfiber. <laughs> Microflying. <laughs> didn't even know what I was trying to say. Uh, like, a little magnifying glass on it and a light attached to that that you could switch on. Yeah. So then it made the screen look bigger and it was brighter. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy, isn't it? Like a paid peripheral that you get and attach to the to the Game Boy. And like when I had Pokemon Pinball, it would have like a rumble pack attached to it. It, yeah, yeah. And that in the took controller. like double A batteries. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you end yeah. up with it's like carrying around a shotgun. Yeah, no, no. It's like it makes the controllers so heavy as well, like the N sixty four ones. And they released the RAM upgrade as well for the N sixty four. So you put for the later games like Perfect Dark and stuff, you'd have to put like the little RAM cartridge in so it could run specific games from, from later on, things like that. It's yeah. crazy, man. Well, I used to have one of those for my Game Boy Color. Yeah. Like the one of the rumble things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just made it massive. <laughs> Didn't, that's what I mean by the portability. Once you've got all your cables for your trading and your rumble packs and your bag with all the other games in, yeah, it's not that it's not that portable anymore. You need like a wheel, wheelie bag. <laughs> well, they yeah, you'd get like special bags as well, wouldn't you? Like yeah, I used officially to have one. like official Nintendo licensed bags, and it'd be like yeah, you can put your Rumble Pack in the Rumble Pack slot, and then all your memory <laughs> card. Like remember memory cards, mate? I saw one at my mum's house when I was down on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was a Mitre football memory card. <laughs> Such a good collaboration. <laughs> And I was just like, I need to find someone who's got a PS2 yeah. so I can look at what saves are on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, that would be amazing. I reckon you could, there must be something you can get online that reads that, like straight to USB or something like that. that. Yeah. 
Talking of football games in Go the on. 90s, there's two that are, I couldn't see on this list. Got to be Road to World Cup, in it? 98. Road to World Cup, 98. What a banger. Sensible soccer? Sensible soccer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two, well, two of the best football games ever made, I'd argue. I know, yeah. I would say the same. I mean, nothing has ever done indoor football. Pro Evo 6 was pretty good. I'd say Pro Evo 4, 5 and 6 were like... 5 Five was the one was that I used to play the most, I think, when I was younger. I think maybe I might be thinking of 5 as well. Which was one with the bold referee on it? 6. Oh, uh, maybe it was... Like oh, no. No, that was 3, I think. I feel like Pro Evo, I feel like Pro Evo 3 had Pierre-Luigi Colina on it. I can't remember what four had on it. Five was definitely... It was three. Five yeah, was Thierry Henry and John Terry, I think. Six was Adriano. It was, yeah. Was five Thierry Henry and John Terry? And John Terry, Fucking yeah. Oswell. I can't remember four. can't remember what was on four. four. It's Thierry Henry again, and I don't even know who the other bloke is. <laughs> nah, nah, no idea. Can't help, can't help you, mate. Yeah, but Road to World Cup was the indoor football with the little orange ball. Fucking sick. Absolutely sick. My brother said he used to have a mate that could, was so good at it, he used to play it with his feet. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Apparently, he had a mate. Oh, it's, it's Francesco Totti was the other guy. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Apparently, yeah. He had a mate. Sorry, Totti. Totti. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to forget it. <laughs> If you're listening, what, so why have you got why? Why is his mate trying to play it with his feet? Oh, I don't know because he was so good with his hands. Which that, didn't that exist he then. Just, that, that he was just like, I'm going to play it with my feet now instead. So yeah, I don't know. That's mad. Yeah, I mean, Command and Conquer's here at like 81. Like outrageous, it's that. Low. Yeah, it's pathetic, really. Like I don't. Red Alert's not even on there at this point, which is insane because yeah. Red Alert's just Command and Conquer, but better. But I don't know. I don't know whether that's because Command and Conquer is more significant in inverted commas because it was a like a really really fucking good real time strategy game. Like the mm. obviously there had been strategy games before it, but Command and Conquer so, kind of cemented so, yeah, itself. As yeah, yeah. The... And Red Alert is just. I mean, Red Alert and then Red Alert Two is two thousand, I think. So I'm not allowed that, yeah. but. Well, in at number four, uh, 140, sorry, there's Heroes of Might and Magic 3, which is the best game of the 90s. So I can't believe that's in at 140. <laughs> that's the best game, is it? It's the best game that came out in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that your opinion or is this on another list? No, fact. that's like, that's just fact, mate. If just Google it. Heroes of Might and Magic. I know the game, but I never played it when I was younger. Yeah, I used to love it. It's a bit like a it's basically like a digital board game right and you take over these little you start as like one of the factions and like you if you're like the humans you get you build up your fortress or whatever your castle and you get knights and you can get like people on horseback yeah. archers you know all these different units then you can go out and conquer someone else's like fortress but if they're a different class right then you can all of a sudden build their units. So if they're like goblins, you can get like all the little goblins and schmoblins. Right, right, okay. <laughs> goblins and schmoblins. And then, <laughs> and then you basically just tr- take it's like turn based, and you're allowed to move a certain amount around the map every turn. And you can just go and like capture points on the map. 
to earn more gold or recruit more units and stuff like that. Nice. What else you got on your list? What else on my list? There's yeah. a couple more I've got on mine that weren't, or I didn't see them in the IGN list. One was Theme Hospital. Okay, yeah, I love Theme Hospital. I absolutely love that game. Yeah, you played the you played the new one to death, didn't you? As well, the remake. Yeah, two point Hospital. Yeah, and it's on on the channel, mate. Reviewed on the channel. It is, yeah, it is actually. Um, and then in a similar vein, the other one is Theme Park. Oh yeah, 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 of course. The old EA yeah. original one. Yeah, I'm still looking for a, a like a theme park simulator that's not really over hectic on its mechanics. Mm. You know, I, wait, there's that. What's that one that came out the other day? Have you tried that? Oh no, I haven't. I did the uh, Reflex Flex for it, didn't I? Yeah, I actually can't remember what it's called. Week. That's embarrassing. Um, I think that's yeah, kind of like a bit like Planet Coaster, but. Yeah, not as hectic, a bit more arcadey in terms of its mechanics rather than, you know, Planet Coast is just super heavy in, in its mechanics, isn't it? Yeah. With no <clears throat> yeah, that, I'm, I'm the same as you. I like it to be this sort of like middle ground where it's not too taxing on like the statistics the and the management and analytics. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, I just like, I do. Yeah, I don't mind, you know, oh yeah, put a load of salt in the chips so they get thirsty and then put the price of the drinks up so then they've got to buy loads when they're eating all that salt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. I'm happy doing yeah. that sort of shit. It's when it's like, oh, one of the cobbles in the path's broken and now people can't use the path, so you need to re-cobble this one stone. It's like, no, I don't need to do that. Can't, can't I get someone on that? Yeah, surely... They're... What's he doing? What are the... I've hired 20 people down there. What are they doing? What's the path cobbler doing where's the Nothing. cobbler busy cobbling somewhere else park beyond park beyond that's the one that's the one that's the new one so any more on your list yeah big one uh in at number 20 was tony hawks pro skater 2 but to be honest both the tony hawks um, yeah pro skaters and if anything for the soundtrack alone yeah it's got to be done isn't just it? phenomenal yeah yeah, well, I think it was one of the first games I played that had like actual music on it, like licensed music. I think mm. that and like, do you remember Cool Borders? Do you ever play Cool Borders? No, a snowboarding game. That had, I feel, I think that had like the Prodigy on and stuff like that. I think I might be making it up, but I'm pretty sure it had like legit licensed music. So it was well weird playing a game that had real music on do you know what i mean that's like yeah, the, f- yeah. the first the first time i ever heard gorilla radio by uh rage against the machine was on tony that's hawks on, 2 yeah tony hawks yeah. 2 that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah. and it was like who's blood brothers who's Papa Roach. oh mate blood brothers <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking absolutely just bangers just bangers after bangers <laughs> on that on that game man and the remakes are so good as well like they're so faithful um how many out just out of interest, how many out of the top ten mm-hmm. have you played? That's a good question. Hang on, I'm down on number one four eight. I have to scroll up. <laughs> so I'm gonna be So I've played all of them. Have you? Yeah. I've been looking at them. They are honestly there's just some ridiculous games in this list. I've played six of them. So Ocarina of Time. No. Then Super Mario sixty four. Yeah. Super Mario World. Yeah. Uh a link to the past. No. Golden Eye. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid. 
No. Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Super Metroid. No. And then Super Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you, you could... I played all the Mario <laughs> ones. <laughs> and GoldenEye and Final Fantasy. You could make an argument where you just go, yeah, d- I'd take those to a desert island if they were the only games I've ever had. Like, they're absolutely ridiculous games in that list. They're mm. fucking insane that they all came. I know decades long I time, would, but To be honest, hell, though, if you, if you were sticking me on a desert island and you gave me then two games, uh, then ten games, sorry, there's no way I'm taking that many Mario games. I'm not taking Super Mario 64 and Super Mario World. And then Mario Kart 64 <laughs> and Super Mario Kart. Okay, Mario Kart. But not that, taking Resident Evil 2. That's fair enough. Resident Evil 2 is 11th. Uh, fair enough, Mario Kart. I get it. I get it. I would just take I'll 64. I'll swap one of the Marios in for Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. <laughs> swap one of the carts in. I mean, you got two, Res- you got two, two Zeldas there as well. What are you doing with those? I've never played them, so oh, you know, okay. give me a chance to play them. You swap in Goldeneye out for Perfect Dark? No. Nah, don't be silly. Don't be bloody silly. Again, though, like Perfect Dark's probably a better game, but Goldeneye definitely just, have better memories. Goldeneye, Goldeneye is just the fucking the Mac Daddy, isn't it? It's the Mac Daddy. <laughs> it's you, the Mac Daddy. It is. You just can't odd job, mate. No odd job. Can't be odd job because he's too short and he's fucking well art hit. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a better hitbox. Well, to be honest, I could talk about that all day, really, because that's a fucking insane list. There's so many that we've not even covered. Obviously, yeah. we don't get time oh, to cover all of them. But the first game I ever played on PC, go on, was Lemmings. Yeah, yeah, I used to love that. I just uh, like, I don't know. It's definitely again nostalgia thing, but it was like the first. It's definitely probably the earliest I remember ever playing a game. Maybe yeah, that and the um, helicopter one that we talked about before. Desert Strike. Uh, Desert Strike, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was um, Sega, wasn't it? That was on the uh, Mega Drive, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I used, I'm i sure I had one of them on... Well, my cousin had one on PC, and I used to go around his house and play that. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the fir- what my first ever memory of video games are. I don't know. I actually, yeah, I actually do think like... Command & Conquer or Red Alert would have been up there, because I remember, I remember I used to play it, like, I used to sit on Ross's lap... <laughs> And eat and play yeah. it, and then I used to get when I couldn't play it, I'd go and draw it. <laughs> on but a piece of Lemmings paper. for me was a really weird one as well because it was the first game that I played where it wasn't just like go here, point, shoot this, dodge this, or you know whatever. It yeah. was like, what am I even? What am I meant to be doing with these little things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like you realise that it's like a puzzle game, and you're meant to be leading them to this point, and you're like. Oh, they just right. keep falling was... off and running out, and then I start the level again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like when I was really young, I was like, "What? What am I even meant to be doing here?" It took me so long to get my head around that. Mate, we've not even like you know, we've not even mentioned Monkey Island or Castlevania. Yep. Like, yep. just looking through this list now, there's Mega Man, like F Zero, Crazy Taxi, Crazy Taxi, Crazy Taxi, Crazy Taxi. Yeah. That had a real music. I would still on. play that today. Yeah. Mate, I played it in Liverpool uh, last year. On I a, showed on it to old... Ashley when she was like seven. Really? Oh, mate, crazy, yeah, yeah Crazy Taxi's a banger. Still good. <laughs> it's it's still really hard. I played it in Liverpool at this um, like retro bar, and mm. they had the f- proper arcade cabinet with the steering wheel and the pedals, and it was just fucking nails, mate. It was absolutely nails. But yeah, I would love to keep talking about it, but we are going to run out of time. Right. 
let's move on to the Reflex Select this week, which is a game called Bomb Rush Cyber Funk. That's mm. Cyber Funk, as in Funk the Music. So this is out on Friday the 18th of August uh, on PC and Switch. And it's done by a team called Team Reptile, who've done a game called Lethal League and another game called Megabyte Punch, uh, which is pretty... I quite like the name. I think Megabyte Punch is a cool name for a video game. Mm. But um, it looks... Or or a chiptune band. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, chiptune band would be good. So this looks basically like Jet Set Radio. Did you ever play Jet Set Radio when you were younger? Yeah. Yeah, which was fucking brilliant, by the way. And a kind of a bit like Sunset Overdrive as well. I don't know if you played Sunset Overdrive. I did a um, little bit, yeah. It just looks really fun. It just looks really fun. It's like, it looks, looks stunning. Yeah. Like the characters and the design, it's beautiful. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, a rollerblading game. I mean, if you play Jet Set Radio, you'll know. If you, if you Google Jet Set Radio, it's, it's very similar. <laughs> like in, 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 in nearly every way. Um. But yeah, they're very, very vibrant. Yeah, cell shaded art style. Um, I I hope it's from the trailer. It sounds like it, but I do hope that the music's been given like a real centerpiece in this game, and it's yeah. not just an afterthought. Because like those kind of games, like you know, like extreme sport games or you know rollerblading, skateboarding, snowboarding games, always it's have got funk in the title. I respect that. Yeah, you'd think there'd be some banging music to play along to. Um, funky music yes bloody some bloody funk mate but yeah it looks really cool um bomb rush cyber funk for definitely for fans of jet set radio if you ever played it ross i know you're a big fan of that game so have a check of that that's out on pc and switch next friday right what have you got coming out on loot the truth this week mate well 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 it is time for the new series of in it oh here we go then here we go so it's a way out in it Episode one, and it's called In Prison with David Brent. Excellent. That's the best name for an episode you've ever done. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, it was basically that, though, wasn't it? The guy, the character I picked just looks like David Brent, but he's a bit more trim. Yep. And there's a really good scene of him where he's laying in bed, and it looks exactly like the bit from The Office when he's drinking the whiskey in the hotel room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's like, this is my Radox. That's my Radox. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. We're playing that. We are playing that slowly. We've done. We got two episodes recorded. Um, mm. We are slowly getting through that game, but enjoying it so far. Like it was fun. It's it's yeah, a good. It's a good it. laugh as well. It's just quite easy to just. You Those know, narrative games where it's, you know, like the Telltale games, like the Dark Pictures ones. They're so much better co-op. Yeah, yeah, they're 100%. so fun to play with people. Yeah. I totally agree. I struggle actually. To, I know obviously a way out you have to play with a second person, same as it takes two, but I totally agree those ones where it's just you're making dialogue choices. Like I think there's more gameplay elements to there is, a way yeah. out, but and you are working together deliberately, but yeah, like 100%. I think games are just better though with your mates, aren't they, in general? Usually. Yeah, unless you fancy, you know, just like you're not going to sit there and play The Last of Us like together, but you, know, you might do. Yeah, yeah, you might do. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. <laughs> Wicked. So that's out uh, next week on Loot the Truth. Nice having friends. <laughs> it's good having people to talk to, isn't it? Not being really lonely. Anyway, on that lovely note, 
um that'll do us for this week and uh yeah nice that was a good chat it was a yeah good one thanks for uh listening everyone and thanks as always con for joining my pleasure my pleasure and we'll see you all in episode 24 catch you later